uh, tonight, early tomorrow morning. So my apologies for being late, but I am back from a whirlwind week and a half. We had Passover. We had two guests. I hope you all listened and saw. We had Cousin Alex, which was fucking fantastic. And we also had Miss Sahava Radley Lax, an ex-president of the United States, uh, six years old, coming from Brooklyn, New York, telling us all about what America's youth is doing these days. Um, so that is fucking hysterical. If you need a good 10 minute laugh, go listen to that bonus episode. She was great. Um, so we are back from the Passover holiday. I survived uh, some manhole explosions on the street of my office that happened last week. That was fun. Um, I don't know if you guys saw on my social media and actually saw it in the news, but there were four gigantic manhole explosions on uh, East 32nd Street between Park and Madison, which is right where my office is. So we had to run out of the office. We smelled like burnt fire all day. Um, we basically saw actually actual fire and things go up in the air. It was great. It was such a fun day. (laughs) So I survived and I am back for episode five. That kind of rhymed, but not really, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, so I put together an outline like I always do for my episodes, but I want to throw away that outline for a minute because I want to talk to you guys about an interaction that I just witnessed on the PATH train. You all know I love a good PATH train ride. We are big fans of the PATH train here in the Freeman Lax household. And when I'm on the PATH train, I like to kind of get in the zone. I like to close my eyes. I like to listen to other people's podcasts, sometimes my own podcasts, sometimes other people's podcasts. I like to zone out. That's my time to just chill and be with me and my own thoughts. So I was sitting on the pad train just about 15, 20 minutes ago, and I was trying to get in my zone when this couple comes on and the girl obviously has been crying. She is in tears. She is on with her husband or boyfriend. I don't know who it was, but she was obviously crying and having a breakdown. And don't get me wrong. I am all for a good breakdown. I've had many in my past. I just had one this week. I'm all for it, especially a public breakdown. I think those are the best. And I really, truly mean that. I think those are the best. Kind of let out all your emotions and feelings. And who cares if you look like a fucking psychopath? Just do you, girl. I think it's great. So she was obviously having a breakdown. But what she was having a breakdown about, I was trying to overhear their conversation. I was snooping a little bit because when you're having a breakdown in public, you got to hear what the fuck's going on. So... I was trying to listen and what she what it sounded like she was having a breakdown about is she was telling her husband, boyfriend or whatever that she was upset because she wasn't talking to a friend of hers who I guess it sounded like was in her wedding about a year ago. And she was upset because 
it sounded like the girl does not live in the New York tri-state area anymore. And it sounded like they had lost touch. And the girl, I guess it sounded like she just had it. The friend sounded like just had a child and didn't really have much time for her anymore. And she was very upset because she had all these people in her wedding and she wanted to put her in her wedding because they had so much history and she was like family to her. And now they haven't talked in a few months and she was very, very upset about it. That's all I got from the story. And the husband boyfriend was saying, well, you know, people, you know, they change, they move on. It doesn't mean she doesn't not love you. It just means she has a lot going on. She just had a child, blah, 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 blah. And the girl was so upset and distraught about it. And at one point she said, you know, I had about 12 people in my wedding and, you know, she was one of the most important people in my wedding because I've known her since we were five years old and I just can't believe this. I just can't believe this. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to deconstruct this whole conversation and I wanted to turn to her and give my opinion and my thoughts and my lax awareness, um, take on it, (laughs) but I didn't want to be that person. But that whole conversation was was very, very interesting to me because while I can relate to this girl having a public breakdown, which, like I said, I've had many in my day, I related more to her friend who just had a child. I don't have a child, but I can relate to her more in the fact that the friend sounded like she either a needed some space or a she was distracted by her or by her child or a <laughs> maybe she just didn't want to be this girl's friend anymore this is a topic that i am very passionate about i am i like to say that i used to be a very big yes person and now i've become an incredibly strong huge gigantic no person I come from a place of no um, if you knew me back in the day you would know that I loved everybody I loved having a million friends I loved telling everybody how great they were um, I loved having a million people to go out with um, and it, it went on all the way until I got married I would say I did have a very big wedding party I did invite a billion people to my wedding and my wedding was amazing it was the best day of my life I had so much fun but I always say that if we had another wedding if Steve and I not anybody else if Steve and I had another wedding I think we would, it would still be fucking amazing because we are fucking amazing. And we would probably invite half the people that we did. Now, I probably just lost half of my followers, (laughs) half of my listeners, which is okay. But I realized that as you get older, it's not about quantity it is about quality and I have lost probably around 10 to 25 acquaintances slash friends in the past five years I would say most of it is on me because you when you hit a certain age in your life I think you got to do a friend audit that's what I like to call it a friend audit 
think you got to take a look at your life. You got to see who you really connect with, even if they live not in your neighborhood or close to you. You got to take a look at who is really there for you, who you truly connect with, who you would want your children to hang out with, who you would want to go out on double dates with as you get older and older, who you would want to go on trips with. Um, You don't want to waste time with people that you tried to be friends with in your 20s or you had to put a lot of effort in and being friends with. And it really is all about quality rather than quantity. And it could just be a matter of, you know, people grow apart because they have children, because they have a lot of life duties that uh, keep them busy. But my whole thing is that even if you have that, the people that matter, you'll still make time for them that because they matter. Um, I hate when people fucking say I'm busy. I'm busy. Let's let's talk later. or I'm busy. I don't have time for this. They don't have time for this because they don't want you in your life. Plain and simple. That's it. Um, I always say I'm busy to people that I don't want to hang out with and I don't want to talk to because I don't like you. And that's okay. (laughs) But people that I truly love and I uh, truly want to stay in my life, I will make time for them and I will tell them, listen, I am busy on Wednesday, but I am going to make sure we chat on Thursday. Or I'm busy this weekend, but let's make sure to set time to visit each other in two weeks. Um, I would say most of my friends that I still keep in touch with that are my close, close friends don't actually live near me. And I still make time for them. I will always make time for them because I care about them and I know they care about me and love me. And it's effortless when we talk to each other. Um, and even when they have kids or when they do have kids it's and when they get really busy with their children, it's still going to be that way. We're still going to make time for each other. And that's how it is. And I wanted to tell this girl this, but, uh, you know, that would have been kind of creepy and I would look very weird and and creepy but everything I said I truly stand by I think that friend audit and that life audit is really important especially when you hit your 30s I think it's the number one thing you need to do because if you're still relying on the millions of friends and all of your uh, 12 bridesmaids and all the billions of people that you talk to in your life um, you're going to be very disappointed I also think it's really fun to not like some people. I think it's healthy. I think it's good for you. And that is why I now come from a place of no, and I'm really proud of it. And a lot of my close girlfriends that I do still talk to, um, they have told me that they admire that because I am very selective these days when it comes to selecting people that I do want in my life. And I think everyone needs to be this way. This is my lax awareness PSA of the week. So thank you, everybody. But I do also going along with this whole topic, I do want to read Um, this post that I put up on my social media, I think it was a few days ago, and I saw it on the Bitch Bibles, the Bitch Bible podcast uh, Instagram feed. This is a podcast that I love. I listen to every week. Um, I modeled, I am modeling my podcast off of uh, this podcast because it's really fun 
and really gets down and dirty. Um, Jackie Schimmel, she's the host of this podcast. She is one of my mentors in my podcast journey. Um, she's very truthful. She says it how it is. She doesn't give a fuck. And that's what I love about her. And that's what I really want um, to strive to be moving forward in my podcast career. Um, so going off of that, she posted uh, this uh, post that she created. It's titled, Shit I Wish I Learned Before the age of 25 and there's 10 bullets that she put on here I'm going to read them um, I'm going to read them one by one go uh, go through them very quickly um, number one is about her about eyebrows uh, it's been a real journey my fucking eyebrows always take care of your eyebrows eyebrows are very important just so you all know um, if you have uh, gross and bushy eyebrows then uh, you really need to fix that shit uh, so that's number one number two um, likability is much more important than skill said nobody wants to help an asshole I 150% agree with this um, you can teach uh, anybody anything um, but if you are an asshole and you come in uh, acting like you know everything and acting like you're better than everybody else nobody wants to fucking work with you uh, you got to be likable. You got to be likable in career. You got to be likable in your life. You got to, um, I always say I come from a place of no, but when it comes to career, you got to say yes and then figure it out later. And as long as people like you and you have a great personality and you do say yes and you are really hungry, um, then you will go very far in life. But don't be an asshole because no one likes a fucking asshole. Three, um, vodka cranberries are socially and morally unacceptable. I agree with this. Um, this drink is, uh, it sucks. And I drank those when I was 21 and 22 um, at the uh, University of Hartford bars. And I don't think I've ever drank one since. So yes to this. <laughs> Number four, you never have to do anything you don't want to. Also 150% agree don't ever think you have to do anything socially professionally uh with your family don't do anything you don't want to this is your life you have one life do whatever the fuck you want with it number five advice is more often than not unhelpful and distracting also agree with this you can give all the advice you want you can get all the advice you want but when it comes down to it you're still going to do what you want to do in the first place number six quality is better than quantity always people food belongings period exactly what i just said people quality is better than quantity. Let's all say it together. Quality is better than quantity. Boom. Mic drop. Number seven, talking shit is a form of bonding. I always say this. I've said this since I was 13 years old. I fucking hate when people say, oh, just be nice. Let's not let's not talk about her behind her back. You know, let's that's really mean bullshit. I think that this is 100 percent correct everywhere I've gone in my life, whether it's a new job, whether it's a class in school, whether it's meeting a new person and connecting with them. 
every single time when we've talked shit, I have completely bonded with that person. And it's been a joy and a blissful experience. So ladies and gentlemen, once again, repeat after me for this one. Talking shit is a form of bonding. Number eight. Being nice is a behavior, not an aspirational personality trait. I'm just discussing this with my husband right now. He just walked into the room and uh, we took a pause because I wanted to uh, figure out how to describe this one. But it's plain and simple. Be nice is a given. It's not the end goal, as I've been talking about for the past five or six of these. Just be a fucking nice person. Likeability goes a long way. Uh, Nobody wants to work or be around an asshole. And you can come from a place of no and still be a nice person. Um, Coming from a place of no just means you have boundaries in your life and you set boundaries and you set goals and you don't take shit from people that are not going to help you or not going to be there for you. Um, I've been saying throughout this whole podcast, I now come from a place of no, but I'm still a very nice person. And a lot of people have said I'm a nice person. So bottom line, be a nice person. Don't be an asshole. Number nine, excess bumper stickers are for reformed whores. Uh, I don't really get this one. I don't really want to go into this one. I am not a fan of bumper stickers, but I don't really get it. So we're not going to talk about this one. But I'm going to end it with number 10, which I think is brilliant. Number 10, get the fuck off your fucking phone. Amen. Hallelujah. I 100% agree mic fucking drop everyone needs to get the fuck off their phone me included my husband included everybody in the entire universe get the fuck off your phone open your eyes bring your head up talk to people yes so we just got really deep and I think we need to lay in the mood a little <laughs> a little bit um so we're gonna start our bravo content uh early we're just gonna get right into it um Let's see. We had Vanderpump Rules, the finale of Vanderpump Rules, which took place on Monday. Uh, I think it was the, I think, I know, it was the worst finale in seven years of Vanderpump Rules. It was boring. Um, it The conversations were ridiculous. Uh, a lot of it didn't really make sense. I uh, do not want to watch a full season next year of Jackson and Brittany getting married. I'd rather gouge my eyes out and vomit all over the floor than watch that but I think we're gonna see that people and that's a real shame and Sheena girl I I I I I they what the fuck is going on there between the penguin and the fighting and the crying with the Mima I can't guys I just can't um I've said this for the past three or four episodes of mine I have no idea where the show is gonna go um I think they need to spin off some of these people and I think they need to bring in some fresh new blood and after Monday's episode I really truly believe that they need to do this um how long can they follow these people are they gonna have their kids on camera um are they gonna film them moving to houses which I think they already are because all of them have started to move Ariana and Tom have moved. I know I just saw recently that Katie and Tom just moved. I know Jackson and Brittany are going to move. So it's going to be interesting. I think the next um, season or two of Vanderpump Rules is going to be very interesting. I am not going to talk about the Lala and 50 Cent feud. I also thought that was ridiculous and absurd. Um, I really wasn't that into it because I was not really into Lala this season. 
But it is also kind of funny that 50 Cent apparently watches Vanderpump Rules. I think that's great. I also think it's really funny that a lot of these celebrities, big time celebrities, watch these shows and get starstruck by seeing the Vanderpump people and the Housewife people. I think that's that's crazy and I think it's a turning point in uh, television. Um, I've been listening to other podcasts and reading other blogs and... It's crazy because I read all this stuff about people like Selena Gomez and people like Lady Gaga and people like Kelly Clarkson going to places like Pump and places like TomTom and seeing these people and going ape shit. Um, I know Amy Schumer, she posted about Stassi's new book that just came out. All these people are so starstruck by seeing these people and these people were normal people just like you and me about seven years ago so it's pretty it's pretty insane it's pretty crazy how the world has taken a turn in terms of television I think it's it's very very interesting speaking of Stassi's book I want to get on that I know in my past episode I talked about how I was going to try to go to her book signing my friend from work and I we we did we got to the bookstore uh right when it opened to get her book this is how it worked and it was it was ridiculous this is how it worked you would go to this bookstore on Fifth Avenue, the Barnes and Noble on Fifth Avenue. You had to go at 9 a.m. You had to stand in line to wait to buy the book and get the wristband to meet her. But the meet and greet wasn't until 1 p.m. So you literally had to buy the book. Once you bought the book, you got the wristband and then you had to come back like whatever that is, four hours later to stand in line again to meet her and have her sign her book. But The kicker was when we got through the line after about 45 minutes to an hour of waiting, people were already lined up for the 1 p.m. meet and greet. We were like, fuck this. This is crazy. We got the book. We left. We went to work. And I must say, I love Stassi. I've always loved Stassi. I'm a big fan of hers. I talked about it on this podcast. I think she's probably the best on the show. She's the wittiest on the show. She's fucking gorgeous. But the book sucks. I started <laughs> I started reading it. It is not great. I don't recommend it. Sorry, Stassi. It's, it's really, really bad. But I still love you. The one show that I do want to talk about that I'm actually loving this season is The Real Houses of Beverly Hills. It is fucking fantastic. And I know a lot of people are not enjoying the dog gate, they like to call it, or the puppy drama or whatever that is. I actually think it's fascinating and I think it's gotten even more fascinating with this article that's come out on Raider Online about Doree and if Lisa leaked it and then the Lisa and Kyle fight was insane and I must say that Kyle is doing great hat work this season. I think a lot of people on Bravo are doing great hat work in this season. There's a lot of hats which I really really like but I think this season is fucking great. This past episode, which was yesterday, I think was thrilling. I don't know if you all saw it. I won't give away any spoilers. But uh, Dorit and PK met with Lisa and Ken for lunch, finally, after nobody's been speaking to Lisa for about a month. They finally got through to her. They met with her. They talked about what was going on. Uh, Lisa, there's a lot of shit going on with Lisa. And I've said this before, Lisa, there's some issues in her brain in terms of, um, interacting with people, keeping friendships, um, 
being a normal human being. She really doesn't know how to be it. She is very successful and she's good at what she does. But in terms of uh, human interaction and friendship, she is a moron. And I always like to say, if you have a problem with every one of your cast members, it is a you problem, not a them problem. You are the common denominator. And I know she's had a rough go this season in terms of the death of her brother. Um, don't get me wrong. That's completely tragic and awful. But that doesn't give you an excuse to be a raging asshole and psychopath. And all hail Lisa Rinna. She is reality TV gold. She is my idol, Rinna 2020. I always like to say she is the best. All hail, bow down to the queen. I do want to remind you guys, and I did bring this up, but this Friday, this weekend, I will be attending, drumroll please, Melissa Gorga's Envy Fashion Show in New Jersey. Yes, let that sink in. Melissa Gorga from the Real Housewives of New Jersey, her Envy Boutique Fashion Show. I mentioned that this was most likely in the works. It is officially happening. I am going. I will be attending. I will be reporting after with my next guest who will be attending with me, one of my bestest closest friends miss Suzanne Ransweiler she is very nervous but we know she's going to be great she's also a huge Bravo Housewives fan and a long time uh, born and raised New Jerseyan so we are going we are so fucking pumped it's going to be amazing I want to see Teresa I want to see Margaret, I want to see Jackie, the true hero of Lax Awareness, my all-time favorite hero. She's probably up there with Lisa Rinna. Not all heroes wear capes. If I do see her, I might have a crazy conniption fit and might have to be escorted out of the fashion show. Just warning you all, if that happens, that'll be a great story for the podcast. So (laughs) that will be about half of the podcast for next week so get excited for that um and I'm gonna wrap it up right now because my dinner just got here from South Street Ramen in Hoboken New Jersey shout out it is so fucking good I love ramen if I could swim and live in ramen for the rest of my life I would this place is great if you're ever in Hoboken go check them out South Street uh ramen on Washington Street so I'm going to wrap it up. I do want to dedicate this episode like I do to all the episodes to uh, my uh, dad. He unfortunately passed away this past summer. Uh, We dedicate all episodes to him by ending it with a saying he always said, which was, thank you for sponsoring the Onyx Shabbat. If you are not a Jew and not part of the tribe, go back to episode one and I explain 
all of what that means. But his birthday was this past week. So happy birthday, Thrax. We love you. We miss you every single day. And we are thinking about you every single day. So thank you guys again for listening. Uh, Please go on iTunes and give me a five-star rating. I need all of the five-star ratings and reviews I can get for this growing podcast. So make sure you give me a five-star rating. Make sure you give me a review. Make sure you keep listening. I will